You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today.
big break. Your words will never ever break. Your plans won't deviate from the promises, the promises you made.
Grace changes everything, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God to your life in Christ Jesus Father, Romans 6.20. We are no longer slave from our sins. We are now set free because God's peace has been poured out to us through this Christ. And today, let us declare that we are now free and we are no longer slave from our sins. Let's pray. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for the grace that you give it to us. That yet we do not deserve it, but still you gave it to us. And thank you, Lord God, for loving us, Lord God. Loving us unlimitedly and loving us unconditionally, God. And thank you for uh, loving us, Lord, even uh, we are still sinners, Lord God. And, and even though you don't know, Lord God, na ipapalit namin, Lord God, yung, yung grace and love na binigay mo sa akin, God. And today, Lord God, may you help us, Lord God, to embrace, Lord God, and to live that grace and love na binigay mo sa akin, God. And Lord, uh, we acknowledge you, Lord God, today that by your grace and by your love, we are always... Uh, have that uh, eternal life and wonderful life, God. Thank you, Lord God, for uh, your grace again and your love. Thank you, God. Trust you, God. It's just me. Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Welcome po sa ating uh, online Sunday worship service. And kung first time niyo po na umaten po sa ating Sunday worship service, uh, welcome po sa Victoria Carmona and we do two things here. We honor God and make disciples. Again, we honor God and we make disciples. And uh, if you have also prayer requests, pwede nyo pong uh, isend po sa ating Facebook page. And uh, if you want to get connected uh, in our uh, church community and gusto pong makilala si God, uh, you can also message us sa Facebook page. And meron din po tayong link na kung saan uh, makikita nyo doon yung Facebook page natin. And uh, yung link na pwede nyo isend yung prayer request mo. And now, uh, in our uh, time of giving, let me encourage you in Philippians 4.19. Uh, sabi ko dun, And may God will supply all your needs according to His riches <clears throat> through Jesus Christ our Lord. And uh, dito po sa verse na to, Paul is encouraging the Philippi that 
sabi niya nga po, my God will supply everything they need. And why? Because Paul is convinced and witness the provision that God uh, has been given to him. And you know what? The God of Paul na sinasabi niya, the same God that meron tayo. So that let be encouraged that God will also meet me. And as we give today po, let uh, put our faith and have that trust that God will that God will supply everything na kailangan natin. And uh, hindi lang po siya out of overflow natin, but our faith in God. So, let's pray. Lord, thank you God for the provision that you gave me sa kami, Lord God. Na from 2020 until now, na 2021, Lord God, nakita namin, God, kung pa, hindi ka nagkulang, Lord God, and more than pa yung binigay mo sa kami, Lord God. And uh, thank you, God, that you are uh, giving us, Lord God, this abundance, Lord God, blessing and provision, Lord God. And Lord, may you help us, Lord God, to become humble, Lord God, and have a compassion, Lord God, to see the needs of other people, Lord God, to help out to advance your kingdom, God. And today, Lord God, we give, Lord God, because we put our faith in you, Lord God, and we also put our faith that you're going to help us, Lord God. You're going to provide everything our need also. And as we give today, Lord God, we put our our love, sorry God, and even uh, we know, Lord God, that you're gonna uh, provide, Lord God, yung mga pangailangan namin, Lord God, again. And thank you, Lord God, just name, Amen. And po, enjoy the rest of the service. Uh, again, welcome po sa Victory Carmona online Sunday worship service. I'm Francis Santos. And Beth Santos. We have two kids, two and a half, years old, the other one's four months. We are Real Life alumni. Hi, I'm Tony Aguilar, one of the pastors from Victory Magdalurio. And I'm Joanne Aguilar, I'm his wife, and I'm also a homeschooling mom of two boys. And we are Real Life alumni. Nilagay ni Lord sa puso ko, around 2004-2005, mag-aaral pa ulit. So, i-continue yung pag-aaral ko. But at the time din, uh, nagkatrabaho ko sa isang quick uh, service restaurant. Hindi naman kakayanin kasi nung cello ko yung, ano, yung makapag-aaral. So, I was praying to God, Lord, gusto ko mag-aaral. Ang nagpapaaral talaga sa akin ay yung sister ko na single. Uh, bagong graduate din lang siya. And I wanted to help her. Kami ako, struggling talaga yung finances. Parang hindi ko alam kung start na ba ako ng pag-aaral. Pero God used real life for me to, to finance yung aking uh, pag-aaral. And sobrang through that, nakita ko na Lord, may grace ka talaga. Ako, mismo sa sarili ko, meron akong self-reliance. Parang I can do things on my own, kaya ko to. Pero nung pumasok sa real life, mas na-appreciate ko yung reliance ko kay God. Kaya niyang gawin yung mga bagay na hindi ko kaya gawin. And... Nothing is impossible with God. Lahat naman ng values na tinuturo na real life, talagang importante sa buhay at natutunan naman namin yun. Ako personally, even if I stay at home, lahat yung values na natutunan ko from real life, I can still apply it. I lead my children and that's important. That's my ministry during this season. Through Real Life Foundation, as in, hindi lang finances eh, na-provide niya yung values in life kung paano yung after mo mag-aral. Parang ano yung magiging ikaw, ano yung magiging, uh, uh, magiging buhay mo. Yung mga life values na mga natutunan namin during uh, yung scholar time, binibuild na namin siya during our married life. And uh, 
uh, we're carrying it on to our children. And because of that, we are here now sa season namin. We are so grateful. We have our family. And lahat ng yon yung mga natutunan namin. That's the reason kaya kaya namin maging faithful sa season namin. Marami po kami kakilala ng mga alumni sa scholar and titingnan po natin yung buhay namin. Sobrang ang ganda po nung binigay po ninyo with the, with the help kung ano man pong uh, means of uh, helping yung nagawa ninyo. And with that, maraming maraming salamat We are very thankful. Hindi nyo lang po alam kung ilang pamilya na ang nababago dahil sa ginawa ninyo. Thank you for what you are doing and we believe that God will bless you a thousandfold. The lessons we impart and the character we have developed in our scholars are not just for their schooling. They carry this with them in the relationships they build and in the lives of their families. Changing a nation starts in the home. Through your partnership, we have empowered their dreams of building a better future for them and a strong foundation for their future families. Thank you for doing your part to make a difference. Together, let us change a life and change the nation. Good day to each and everyone. My name is uh, Pastor Elijah. I'm one of the pastors here at uh, Victory Carmona in the Mangahan. So I'm here uh, to preach to you today. Uh, ngayon po, series break po tayo. We just uh, had our series named Joyful. No? That uh, I hope and pray na ito po yung natutunan natin that we need to be joyful uh, in our suffering. We need to be joyful in our relationships. We need to be joyful in pursuing Christ. And also, we need to be joyful in all circumstances. I hope and pray na natutunan po natin and uh, na-apply natin sa ating mga buhay. And now, on a serious break, no, I was thinking, paano ba, paano ba mag-preach? I mean, ano ba ipipreach ko in, in, a, in a serious break? And I was contemplating on, because uh, the next series that we have is actually Salt and Light. So between us being joyful, being joyful in our circumstances, in our relationships, how can we then transform it to being the salt and the light? of the world. Uh, yun, yung, yun yung series natin. And, uh, and also, this year, we'll talk about the book of Isaiah. So if last year, 2020, was the book of Romans, this year we'll talk about the book of Isaiah. And it will run for about maybe 20, 22 weeks. Uh, all in all, uh, we're in, lahat, halos lahat ng preaching na yun is we'll look on a, in, on, a, on a chapter or a few chapters in the book of Isaiah. So, with that in mind, I was thinking, ano ba yung ipipreach ko? Ano ba yung kailangan natin as, as believers in Christ uh, that we could walk, that could help us in walking the newness of life? And, you know, it, it struck me because the only way we could walk in the newness of life is for us to understand what the gospel is. Now, for us Christians, maybe gospel na naman, alam na namin yung gospel na yan. But, Gospel, the gospel, the message of the gospel is actually not only for those that who do not believe in it, but also for those who believed in it, that we need to understand more and more the gospel so that we could walk towards Christ. So, yun po, no, we'll talk about Isaiah. And uh, Isaiah is composed of what uh, a few chapters. And we'll, we'll look into Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 to 9. So, Pasahin po natin, if you have your Bibles with you, you can open it with me or uh, swipe it with me in your apps. Let me read Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 to 9. It says, 
Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and who has no money, come, buy and eat. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. In verse 3 it says, Incline your ear and come to me, hear that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall cry, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to, to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are the higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Shall we pray? Lord, thank you for the word that you have given to us as we look into your word today. Book of Isaiah, Lord, look into your grace. We look into your gospel that you have sent, Lord. The gospel, your death, your life, and your resurrection, Lord. May we apply it into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title of my preaching today is called The Incredible Invitation. The Incredible Invitation. So let me just put it into context first. No, Isaiah 55, uh, it's 66 chapters po yung Isaiah. If you look on it, uh, it's actually a mini Bible because 66 books of the Bible, 66 chapters of Isaiah, and then it is divided into two parts, 1 to 39, 40 to 66, same as what, as what we have. In, in the New Testament, the Old Testament has 39 books. The New Testament has 27 books. And then when, if you look on chapter 40, it actually started with John the Baptist. It's, it's the same thing that started in the New Testament. So it is actually called Isaiah, the fifth gospel. So Isaiah prophesied during the period of the divided kingdom, direct the major thrust of his message to the southern kingdom of Judah. So nagkahiwalay na po dito yung kingdom from the northern kingdom and the, uh, the Israel and the southern kingdom, Judah. He condemned, Isaiah condemned the empty ritualism of this day and the idolatry in which so many people have already fallen. He foresaw the coming of the Babylonian captivity of Judah because of the departure from the Lord. This book, Isaiah, derives the title from the author whose name means Yahweh is salvation. In this book, salvation is the key word. So I encourage you to read you know, as we go through the book of Isaiah this year. I encourage you to read. Include it in your devotion. Meron po sa Bible app, no, sa ating version na na Bible. If you have, if you have meron two, two types of devotional actually, yung book of Isaiah. So the central theme of this book is God himself who does all things for his sake. 
Isaiah defines everything, if you read it, based on the relation he has with God. That God is holy. He is the Holy One of Israel. That phrase, the Holy One of Israel, was stated 26 times in the whole book. He is also the one who is high and lifted up, but who also dwells among the lowly and broken. The sovereign over the whole world, whose wrath is fierce, but whose cleansing touch atones for sin, whose salvation flows in endless supply, whose gospel is the good news of happiness, who is moving history toward the blessing of his people and the exclusive worship due to him. He is, he is the rest. He is the only Savior and the whole world will actually know it. To rest in this promise, this God in his people is his only strength. To delight themselves in his word is their refreshing feast. To serve his cause is their worthy devotion, but to rebel against him is endless death. And this is the book of Isaiah. Grabe yung pagkakagawa ng, ng book of Isaiah. Um, if you compare it with, if you love Shakespeare or your Medyo, uh, on the, or you're on the art side of, uh, you will love Isaiah. Uh, but, you know, when, when I was first reading the book of Isaiah, actually, a few chapters pa lang, nakakatulog, makakatulog ka na. Makakatulog na ako, actually. Ang hirap basahin, but, you know, but through time, uh, I was able to enjoy it more because grabe pala yung ginawa ni Lord. He is, because he is the central theme of, of the book of Isaiah. Now, let me just look into this. Though. So, Isaiah... When, he, when it was written, Assyria was already now conquering the northern kingdom. So if you look on the map, if you look on the map with you, so yung green part na po yan, yan ay na-conquer ng Assyria. The objective of Assyria is actually to go through Egypt. So if yan yung, 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 yung Isaiah, no, go through Egypt, uh, and then, uh, but if you look in the map, ang nasa pagitan nung na-conquer na ng Assyria at saka yung Egypt is actually Israel and Judah. So, yan yung nasa pagitan, no? yung Israel and Judah. The only way to go to Egypt is to conquer Israel and Judah. So, now we look na, okay, what's the common sense to do? If you are a king of Judah, if you are a king of Israel, ano yung common sense na, na pwede mong gawin? And if tinitan natin yung map, the only way he, they could survive is either mag-submit sila sa Assyria or they go to their neighboring countries. They go to Syria, they go to Egypt, Babylon, or, or maybe Edom. So, but if you look on the map nga, no? if you look on the map, um, he is the only savior and the whole world will know it. Yan yung sabi ko nina, to rest in the promise of God in His people's only strength, to delight themselves in His world is their refreshing feast, to serve His cause is their worthy devotion, but to rebel against Him is, is, is endless death. So, eto na yung nakapalibot sa kanila, pakonkar na sa kanila ng, ng, ng Assyria, and the only way that they could survive based on their logic is kailangan tayong makipagkaibigan. But Isaiah is saying to the king of Judah, trust the Lord. Do not trust Babylon. Do not trust Egypt. Do not trust Syria. Do not trust Edom. And do not trust 
Assyria. It's counterintuitive if you will see because ito na yung mga ito na yung natin yung buhay natin no. The Babylon was one of the the up, uprising kingdom during that time. Egypt a country no if nakita mo right from there in in, in Genesis Whenever there's a problem, they go to Egypt. Bakit? Because they have the Nile River that connects the Mediterranean Sea. Nandun yung buhay. Kapag may tubig, may buhay. And, you know, and the Lord is saying, do not trust Egypt. Do not trust your resources. And same thing with our lives. No? Do not, God is saying that we, be just, we just need to trust Him. We just need to trust Him and do not trust the people around us. Trust the Lord. Naman yung resources natin, no, 2019 was, or 2020 was, you know, a, grabe yung nangyari no 2020, no? So, na-expose that we cannot trust our resources. We cannot trust our job. We cannot trust our businesses. No, we could, minsan yung mga tao pa sa paligid natin, no? We cannot trust them as well. We, we have a difficulty trusting them. And that, it was exposed, na-expose yung puso natin that we can just trust God alone. The chapter that we have read, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1 to 9, this chapter is actually a big chunk that starts in chapter 50, 49 to chapter 55. So Isaiah described in amazing detail in chapter 53, 700 years ahead of his time, how Christ would come and suffer and bear sins of God's people, die in our place, and rise again. So if you read chapter 39 to chapter 55, makikita mo dyan yung climax na nangyari. So prepare na sino, sino yung ipapadala ni this is the mighty one of Israel na ililigtas kayo na itong tao na to. And then chapter 53 came, the suffering servant, the chapter of the suffering servant, that there is a great substitution. This Christ in our place taking our sins to himself because of the work of Christ. Now in chapter 54, Isaiah foresees some of the great blessings that will come to God's people because the Messiah has overcome the problem of guilt and sin. There was a preaching of William Carey, the father of modern missions. He preached in chapter 54 actually. And he said that one of the greatest blessings would come to the, to the people of God is that all nations would be touched because of Christ's death and resurrection. And that leads us to that text that we have read, chapter 55, verses 1 to 9. So basahin po natin ulit. It says there, Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. If you look on this verse alone, Apat na beses, sinabi, lumapit kayo, lumapit kayo, come. The one behind the invitation is not a person. The one behind the invitation is God himself. God is a very inviting God. Now, this, this spot, now, if, if the word invite can actually mean two things. Now, for example, this spot is inviting. No, it means that this spot, no, pag pumunta ka sa isang lugar, na sabi mo, ay, ito, grabing, in, sobrang inviting itong lugar na to. It, it means that 
yung lugar na yon is very pleasant, very attractive. You know, yung nadodraw ka sa doon sa lugar na yon. And also it could mean that I am inviting you to come to our house. Meaning something special is happening. The word come there actually means those two things. The great and wonderful thing about God is that He is inviting us in both ways. That He Himself is pleasant and attractive, that He will feel drawn to come. And also, if we come, there is, a, there is something special that will happen in our lives. The servant's redemptive work in chapter 53, the work and the glorious kingdom are for the benefit of all who are willing to come. And if you look on the first phrase, come everyone who thirst, now come everyone who thirst, come to the waters. I sabi ko that Isaiah is actually the, the fifth gospel. And there is a story in the book of John where Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman that he told the woman, he told the woman at the well, she would never thirst again if she drank the water he gave her. And that is the living water who is Jesus Christ. God is saying that everyone, we can come to him if we are thirsty and drink the living water and we will never have, be thirsty again. And also, if you'll see there, there's wine and milk, right? uh, and those things, wine and milk, is a symbol of abundance, a symbol of satisfaction, and a symbol of prosperity. There was a you know, debate that Isaiah actually came from a lineage of a king. So yung tatay niya po, yung, yung kapatid ng tatay niya is actually a king in Judah before. Uh, and you know, he, he knows how to live in a palace. That's what, that's what uh, uh, some scholars would say. That's why when, when he say wine and milk, it's a symbol of kingship, a symbol of abundance, a symbol of satisfaction, a symbol of prosperity. But here's the thing. Ilang bes din binanggit yung no money, without money, without price. Chapter verse 1 is saying that if we would come, everyone who thirst can drink the water, can have abundance because of God, can have satisfaction through Christ. It is without money, no money, and without price. That the benefits in the servant's kingdom, will be free because of his redemptive work. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to, to our own way, and the Lord has laid in him the iniquity of us all. The same story as well when Paul wrote Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, not of your own doing, it is the gift of God, not of the results of work, so that no one may boast. The same story 
in Abraham's life. Same story in the New Testament. That the God's way of redemption is always by grace. Abraham was made righteous because of the grace of God. We are made righteous because of the grace of God. Hindi po yung good works natin, hindi po yung baptism natin, hindi po yung dahil lumaki tayo sa simbahan, hindi po yung dahil sobrang busy natin sa ministry, hindi po yun yung magdiligtas sa atin. God's way of redemption is always by the grace of God. In verse 2, it says there, Why do you spend money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Grabe yung pagkakasabi dito, that why do you spend money? It's all by grace, but I say, I say, why do you spend money for that which is not bread? and your labor for that which does not satisfy, it actually exposes our heart because there's that void in our heart that only Christ can satisfy. And human, as human being, now, laging merong, sometimes we go to money, sometimes we go to relationships, wrong relationships especially. Sometimes we go to mga, mga bagay na naghihinder sa atin that, or, or, we feel like it could fill that void. This verse exposes how costly and how useless to not believe in God. People are spending their money and their labor for that which they cannot be satisfied. The second part of the verse, it says, listen to me diligently. Eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Grabe yung invitation ni Lord, na? In verse 1, apat na beses niyang sinabi, lumapit kayo sa akin, lumapit kayo sa akin, I will provide that living water, I will provide that life of abundance. In verse 2, it says, listen to me diligently. Grabe yung, yung invitation ni Lord. And then in verse 3, it says, incline your ear, and come to me here that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Ulit ulit si Lord. There was this scholar of the Old Testament that says repetition is the soul of education. It was a quote from Dr. John Oswald. He made a a commentary about the book of Isaiah. Paulit-ulit, sinabi niya, repetition is the soul of education. Nakita natin, tatlong verse pa lang yung binabasa natin, pero paulit-ulit na sinabi ni Lord, yung incredible invitation ni Lord. And it says there that the soul, incline your ear and come to me and hear. And then he says that your soul may live and I will make you an everlasting covenant. The previous verse, it says water and wine. Water. And we talk about the Samaritan woman. We talk about the milk in First Peter, it says it is the word of God. And the bread is actually a reference to the Son of God. 
and then God sealed it with a covenant. So parang ganto lang po yan. Yung sinabi sa, sa, sa last part, I will make you a cov- I will make with you an everlasting covenant. So parang ganto lang po yan. For example, mag-boyfriend, girlfriend kayo. So alam nyo na kayo na yung magkakatuluyan. Pero ano yung magsisil ng, ng covenant na yun? Yun yung pagkinasal na kayo. It is a covenant. Yun yung magsisil. Meron na kayong relationship and the Lord is saying, since na meron tayong relationship, I will seal this with the covenant. The Davidic covenant is a promise to David that his seed would be a ruler of Israel in an everlasting kingdom. So ganito po, ganun yung, ganun yung ginawa ni, ni, ni David. No? Ganun yung ginawa ni, David, ni, ni God. That was the promise of, of God to David. Now, we'll talk about it more in the Salt and Light series and then another part of it, we'll talk about it more in Davidic Covenant. Na, grabe yung, yung, uh, yung the reason why ganito yung pagkakagawa ng Davidic Covenant. So, isipin mo, sasakupin sila. Masasakup sila ng Assyria. Pero hindi matutuloy because they would repent to God and then it would cycle again. Now, just like in Judges. Just like in our lives. Kapag dyan na yung sitwasyon na mahirap, lalapit tayo kay Lord, kapag okay na ulit, pag hayahay na ang buhay, BSTG, balik sa dating gawi. And then, gano'n na naman yung cycle, but it is still the grace of God that, that you know, na nagsasabi na lumapit kayo sa akin. And that Davidic covenant is a promise that there will be a line of David. The Messiah would come from the line of David. Then in verse 6 and 7, it says in here, Seek the Lord while you may find Him. Call upon Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake His way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that He may have compassion on Him and to our God, for He will abundantly pardon. That there are terms now in that invitation. Salvation by grace and mercy were available to the soul who was willing. It says there, seek the Lord. It says there, call upon Him. It says there, let the wicked forsake His way. Let Him return to the Lord. That invitation now has terms that we need to seek the Lord. We need to call upon Him. We need to forsake our way, we need to return to the Lord. That's why when, when I was contemplating kung ano yung ko, what better way to preach the gospel? Because the gospel is not only for those who do not believe. The gospel is also for us who believe. Because once we realize, ano ba talaga yung gospel? Ano ba talaga yung ginawa ni Christ dun sa cross in chapter 53? That we need to look ourselves in the mirror. That yes, salvation is free. But it was by a price. The price was the only Son of God. The death of the only Son of God. Such true seeking in faith is always accompanied by repentance, which is described in forsaking ways and thoughts and turning from sinful living to God. The only way we can do it is through the grace of God. A sinner, us sinner, must come, 
believing in God, recognizing that our sin and we should desire forgiveness and deliverance from that sin. At the same time, we need to recognize our own inability to be righteous or to satisfy God and cast ourselves on God's mercy. Sa awa at sa habag lamang ng Diyos, kaya tayo nakakalapit sa Kanya. It's only by the grace and by the mercy of God. This is a quote. It says here, I don't need to look good so Jesus can look good. It says this, I need to be honest about my colossal spiritual need so He can look all-sufficient. It is our sinful tendency to care so much for the outside that we neglect the inside. Repentance should be our daily staple. Yung araw-araw na pagkakasala natin, yung araw-araw na paglapit natin sa Diyos, is only by the grace and the mercy of God that He understands that here we are sin, but we need to understand that there is repentance that needs to come from it. You know the secret of repentance? That God, since God is holy, since God is holy, He cannot, hindi niya kayang tignan yung kasalanan. Holiness is on this side of the equation. Our sin is on this side, on the other side of the equation. Minsan, yung walk natin kay God, I mean, sobrang hirap because we are walking against the flow of sin. No, hindi na norm, yung, hindi na normal sa atin na, na we thrive into sinning. You know what's the secret in, in doing that? Is the relationship we have with God. God is in this side of this, of this equation. We have our sins on this side of this, of this, of this uh, equation. And we try to fight that sin. We try to fight on our own, in our own being that sin. Yung struggle, tayo yung nag-struggle. But the only way we could abhor that sin is to look into the finished work of Christ. Walk in the newness of life. At hindi natin, malal- hindi natin mal- ma- mararamdaman na yung anlayo na pala natin dun sa kasalanan na meron tayo, na anlayo na pala natin dun sa buhay na meron tayo before. Because we are walking towards Christ-likeness. We are walking towards Christ. But here's, in that invitation, there is a time limit. It says in there, Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. There will come a time that the lamb that was slaughtered in Isaiah chapter 53 will be the roaring lion in Revelation. Siya, yung, siya na yung, he will, not, he will be the judge. He will not be the sacrifice anymore. He will be the judge. That's why we need to seek the Lord while we can still find Him. We need to call upon Him while He is near. The phrase, today is the day of salvation, 
yung salvation is a pretty broad term. It's not. It's because it's we experience salvation not only when we accepted Christ as our Savior. We experience salvation in our daily walk with Christ because we still have that sinful nature. No, we still have that difficulty in 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 uh, yung yung hirap ba natalikuran yung kasalanan. The only way we could do it is to walk in the newness of life. This is one thing in a person's life that they should never put off. To seek the Lord and call upon him. We cannot deny the reality of the choice before us to stay in unbelief or to go forward in immense uncertainty. And that's the human nature in us. Na, it was the story of Abraham. Na, na, pinaalis siya ni Lord from the, from the land of Ur to a place he didn't know. It was the same story in our lives. A lot of times, meron pinapagawa si Lord sa atin that there is really uncertainty na may meron pinapagawa sa atin na Lord, hindi ko magets kung bakit mo pinapagawa sa akin yan. But that's actually how the Lord of how God works in our lives. There is always a choice between unbelief and are we going forward in immense uncertainty. God's challenge to us is to exercise faith first and let understanding come afterward. Trust and surrender. That would be our man that should be our mantra in our walk with God. Abraham being called out of God, out by God, no not knowing his precise destination. And there is always there will faith always involve letting go of secure certainties to do things God's way. And I hope and pray at the end of this preaching, I could you know, push you toward who God is, that His Word will always remain, that His covenant with us will always be true, will always be sure, and those uncertainty in us, we could leave that uncertainty. You know, we could leave that and be certain to what God had says. That's why in the next verse, chapter 8 and, I mean, verse 8 and verse 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways are my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We know that man only uses a small part of his brain. Einstein said it. Diba? Ano na, okay ka na kapag 10% of yun lang nagagamit. Minsan hindi pa 10%. Even if we could use all of our brain, we would still not be able to think like God. The Creator is greater than His creation. Last Thursday, we have this online equipping with Pastor Jojo and uh, Pastor Jun Divierte. And there was a question, can we really know God? You know, 
God in all His ways, we cannot fathom His greatness and He needs to, kailangan niyang uh, paliitin yung, yung understanding kung sino siya just to fit in our small brain because we cannot understand an infinite God with our finite mind. God, here's how God works. He thinks of a thought, speaks the word, and whatever it is, it happens. It's very evident in Genesis, in creation. He's, he thinks of it, speaks the word, whatever it is, it happens. It is as simple as that. God is not man that he should sin. Man has a carnal mind until he takes on the mind of Christ. God's mind is spiritual. That's why he came down. He took the form of a man, being born of a servant. He, for us, para maintindihan, yung pagbaba niya sa lupa. Hindi naman para sa kanya, yung para sa atin yun, so that we might understand na grabe pala yung ginawa ni Lord. Hindi niya kailangan gawin. Hindi niya kailangan gawing mamatay. Hindi niya kailangan we are bound to sin. We are bound you know, to, to external damnation. To eternal dam- we are bound to eternal damnation and yet, bakit niya ginawa? It's because of His love for us. God's ways are beyond the comprehension of man. God is all-knowing. Man only knows a fraction of here and now. God lives in eternity. He knows all because everything is part of His plan. In chapter 53, ito yung hugot ng chapter, yung, ng chapter 55. It's actually chapter 53, then it, it, it points to 54 and then to chapter 55. And we may not understand Anong nangyari ng chapter 53? But I'm gonna give you a glimpse. We'll talk about it more in, in the Resurrection Sunday. I'll give you a glimpse of what happened in chapter 53. And he says there, in verse 7, He was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to slaughter, like a sheep that before its shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away and as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked and the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in him. Verse 10, one of the saddest verse in Isaiah, it says, Yet, it was the will of the Lord to crush him. Grabe, no? It was the will of the Father to crush his only son. He was put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring, he shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Many of us parents, hindi natin ma-atim na yung anak natin masasaktan. But in verse 10, it says, it was the will of the Lord to crush His Son. It was His will to crush His Son. One of the saddest verse in history. 
one of the saddest verse in Isaiah, it was the will of God the Father to crush His Son. And really, His ways are not our ways. His ways are really not our thoughts. It was, his ways are really higher than our ways. His thoughts are really bigger than our thoughts. Tayo mga ibang hindi natin kaya na kapag nakulong yung kapitbahay natin, sasabihin natin na, sige yung anak ko na lang yung pakulong natin para makalaya ka. We cannot really fathom that kind of love that He has for mankind, that kind of love He has for His enemies. We were enemies of God. And then in verse 11, it says, Out of the anguish of His soul, He shall see and be satisfied. By His knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. He shall bear their iniquities. It was the great exchange that happened on that cross. Our sin was put in Him and His righteousness was put in us. To end, let me have this story. In 1937, during the Great Depression, there was a name, uh, there was a man named John Griffin. So ang trabaho niya po is nagtataas ng lever kapag dadaan yung bangka sa ilalim ng Mississippi River, tapos ibababa niya ulit kapag dadaan yung tren. And uh, yun yung trabaho niya. One of, the, one of his you know, nangyari sa, sa trabaho niya, dinala niya yung kanyang 8-year-old na anak, whose name was Greg, to help him. And then, uh, the morning came, lunch came in, tapos, niyaya niya ngayon yung anak niya na kumain. They were sharing stories kung paano niya, paano yung trabaho niya. And then, now, dahil sa bilis ng oras, sabi niya, ah, tapos na pala yung lunch niya. Tapos naalala niya, the express train that will ano, come from Mississippi, dadaan dun sa train, kaso nakataas yung, uh, yung uh, lever. So, nakataas yung, uh, yung bridge. So, he hurriedly went. Tumakbo siya, punta dun sa bridge, no? dun sa kanyang station para ibaba yung lever, para marini, para makadaan na yung tren. Kasi narinig niya na yung tren na malapit na. Nung pagbaba niya ng lever, hinanap niya yung anak niya kung nasaan. Ang hindi niya alam, sumunod sa kanya yung anak niya, nahulog dun sa kung saan yung bridge. And it, he was already in between those gears. Now he has a decision to make. Ibababa niya ba tuluyan yung lever? o iaakyat niya para maligtas yung anak niya. It is now a dilemma of saving 400 people on that train or saving his only son. Yun yung, yun yung dilemma na meron si God. I'm not, say, I'm not saying it's a dilemma, but that was the situation where God is when He says it was His decision to crush His son. And binaba niya yung lever para makadaan yung tren. And during that time, he was already crying. He was already, you know, because para maligtas yung 400 na tao na sakay ng tren, kailangang mamatay nung anak niya. Nung pagdaan nung tren, he saw 
sinners. We saw people, prostitutes. We saw people na tao na grabbing selfishness. We saw na pinagtatawanan pa siya ng mga tao. It was the story of God. The sacrifice of one offers life to all. God did not take pleasure in watching His Son to die. It had to have been agonizing for God to stand by as Jesus died covered in intense darkness for all our sins. There was no choice. It had to happen. The sacrifice had to be made in order for us to live. That mere enemies, enemies of God, His Son need to die it had been agonizing for him to see. That's why in Romans chapter 5, verses 9 to 10, it says, Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And that's the story of the gospel. His life, His death, and His resurrection. He, might, he needs to die so that we, his, his enemies, would have life. So the gift of God is only by His grace. We could live in His earth by His grace and by His mercy. Nakakaya naman siguro kung if we continue to live in sin that we have or if we will not share the same love to others, the love of God. It was His Son that died on that cross so that we might live and we might have that abundant life. Now, He is asking us to come, my daughter, to come, my son, live with me so that you might experience the newness of life. Maybe you're that person that doesn't have that relationship with God. He is asking you, my son, my daughter, to come with me and experience that everlasting life. Or maybe you're that Christian for a long time, but you're still struggling with His ways. You're still struggling with the ways of God. And you're still living in that sin. You're still living in that, in, in that life that's selfish, that, that only thinks of myself and that only thinks of ourselves. His invitation is for us to come so that we might experience that, yes, there are uncertainties, that, yes, you know, but we need to understand that His ways is always higher than our ways, and His thoughts is always better than our thoughts. Just need to rest on His Word with Jesus Christ. Need to rest on the covenant that He made that we will have that purposeful and abundant life. Let us worship the Lord and sing, Grace Changes Everything.
Truly, you are an amazing God. You've said it is finished, Lord. It is finished. Thank you, Lord, for dying on that cross to save each and every one of us. 
Thank you, Lord, for providing the sacrificial lamb, your son, Jesus Christ, to die on that cross so that we might have life and we may have it abundantly. Lord, thank you for the gospel that's preached today, Lord. May we experience it in our lives so that we may walk in the newness of life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you and God bless you all. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.